Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt, and I'm your host. Today, we're talking about things that we avoid. So why do we avoid things? It's really, really key to understand why you avoid things just as much as as it is to understand what you're avoiding. So we're going to tease that out a little bit, um, talk about uh, some tips and tricks that that you can do to kind of come back to the present moment so you can do a little bit of a mindset reset and, and you can move forward. Okay? Enjoy. We all avoid things. Why? So I think about my children. Uh, They all avoid chores for a different reason. So my 11-year-old, Ellie, she avoids chores because it's not fun. It's going to be uncomfortable, right? Uh, My my son, Josiah, he's 16. He's much better with chores, I'll tell you that. Uh, But when he avoids them, it's because he, he has something else in mind that he wants to do that's probably more fun. My daughter, Hannah, she avoids chores at all costs when asked or not asked. uh, She always has. Uh, And I've come to the conclusion that it's probably because it was not her idea. So, for example, you know, she's got a a spirit of uh, a gift, really, of organization. And she loves to organize. And when she wants to organize, she, I mean, she's amazing at it. I personally think she could probably have an organization business. But if it's not her idea, she's not going to do it. Okay. Uh, I avoid things. I know that's a surprise, right? Uh, I avoid things, but typically the reason why I avoid things is because I'm not sure of the result that's going to happen. Um, there's a, a worry or a fear that something won't turn out like I like it or like I want to. Now it's un- unfounded because that's looking into the future. It's not in the present moment. And so when I'm avoiding things, I'm really looking at that as, okay, it's okay that I'm avoiding. Let's, let's figure out why. And then address, address the underlying problem. Uh, lately I've had a lot of clients who have just a string of thoughts that are about avoidance and it's about what if I'm not good at it? Right. So, uh, we've got some people who are trying to jump out of their nine to five job to do their own thing. And they're like, what if I'm not good at it? What if I don't make any money? Right. Uh, I've got actually several, several clients who are at the end of their college career and they're starting to jump out into their, um, their normal career and they're having the same questions. What if I'm not good at it? What if it doesn't work out? Okay. I I understand. They're trying to avoid it and avoidance for all of us is basically we're, we're arguing with reality. Uh, you know, arguing with reality. What does that mean? Well, it's, it's as simple as, uh, you know, let's say I'm, I'm just going to use this example. I had a client the other day came in and said, uh, you know, basically how much her boss was really bothering her. And I, I said, you know, I, I totally get where you're coming from. What do you want to do about this? Well, she didn't want to do anything. She just wanted to kind of hang out in the yuck for a while. Uh, so I let her hang out for in the yuck. And then I said, you know, can I just point something out to you? And, and she said, yes. And I said, you know, this is like the sixth or seventh week that you've come to our conversation. And the first thing that you talk about is how bad your boss is. And I'm just going to say, you know, you come and, and you tell me all the things that your boss is doing wrong. 
and you expect that your boss is supposed to do something different. I said, that's, that's actually the definition of insanity and you're arguing with reality. So in this situation, you don't have control over your boss. You're just arguing with what's going on. It's causing you more harm to sit and argue with reality than it is maybe to come in and say, okay, this is what my boss did this time. And this is how I want to go forward from here. Right. So thinking about, you know, is there something that you could do to speak up for yourself? Is there something that you can do to, you know, manage your, your emotions and your energy when this is happening? Is there something that you can do for boundaries? You know, there's always something that you personally can do in a situation like that. And when you focus on that, now you're moving forward. But if you're always coming and just complaining and avoiding the moving forward part, you're just arguing with reality and that never ends up in a good place. So avoidance is really a sign that the ego is running the show. Okay. Um, so why, why do we do this? Why do we avoid? Well, I love, um, uh, Pema Chodrone. I've got several of her books. Uh, I was really looking for some inspiration on this. So I pulled up, up one of her books and I just randomly turned to a page and the, the, here's the quote. She said, humans have no tolerance for uncertainty. I was like, that's it. We avoid things because they're uncertain and we we're not comfortable with that uncertainty. So the reality is that life is always constantly changing and it makes us have this feeling of what I call is being groundless, right? Shifting sands under our feet. Okay. We're, we're always in search of a permanent resting place that doesn't exist. Um, so what, what do we do in order to feel like we have solid ground on us? Well, we, we focus on drive and hustle, right? I, I experience this with, experience this with a lot of my clients in the, who are entrepreneurs and business owners. I've just got to work harder. Um, we experience this when we're, you know, partying on nights and weekends just to feel good. Or we also experience this when we're trying to what I call overlearn. So rather than going out and serving people and building your business, you're like, oh, I just got to take this course. Oh, I've just got to go learn this new skill. Oh, I've just got to get this certification. We experience this uh, as demanding of self and others, right? Or, or focusing on our schedule, our routines, our accountability or drama, pointing fingers, blaming, shaming, and guilting, maybe ourselves and others. What in reality, what we're trying to do with all of those things is we're, we're just trying to make it stop. So you can feel like you have a sense of permanence. If I work hard enough, if I, you know, have enough control, if I just focus on the schedule and accountability, you know, if I just do X, Y, and Z, I'm going to feel like I have solid ground under my feet. Everything's going to feel okay. In reality, life is a song and dance with constant movement and change. Nothing stays the same. You know, have you ever heard somebody say, I'll be happy when blank, you know, and they fill in the blank and then they get to that point and they're not happy. And then they say, oh, I'll be happy when blank. And you get to that point and you're not happy yet. And, you know, eventually you're like, oh, I'll be happy when I'm dead. Well, just be happy now as things are moving. We try to control our past and our future. 
right? Um, uh, hate a hater. Uh, that, that's a, a thing that's going around right now, um, that, that there are haters out there, people who don't agree with you, don't support you, you know, actively try to, uh, you know, derail from you, uh, whatever you're doing. And so there's a, a thought that's kind of making its waves around, which I do not ascribe to, but it says, hate the hater. No, no, love the hater. I don't, and, and you're putting the label of hate on them. So you don't know if they're hating you or they're giving you good feedback, Right. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, forcing your ideas on yourself and, and others and, and onto the future, that's not going to give you a feeling of being grounded, you know, and we don't stay in the precious present moment, which in reality, that's the only place where we have control is the precious present moment. So how, how can we have a little bit more control? How can we feel more grounded? There's a couple ways. So first of all, being still, and I know I'm already hearing some of our listeners, Michelle, I've told you before, I'm an outgoing person. I can't be still. I am really going to push back on you and say, yes, you can. You choose not to. It might take you more effort than it does someone who's maybe not as outgoing, who's more reserved. It might not come as naturally to you, um, but you need to. Uh, you know, it, I found a meme on, on Facebook not too long ago, and it was talking about how, you know, we tell introverts, those people who are more reserved, that they've got to go out and they've got to, you know, network and they've got to uh, be better and getting to know people. And, you know, and I, I believe that that's the case. There's a time for that. However, uh, rarely do we ever say to extroverts, you need to be quiet and be still and listen more. And I believe that that's the case as well. <laughs> um, so it might not come naturally to you. It does not mean that you should not do it. Okay. So really think about that. So be still be present. So don't try to think about, you know, what has happened in the past or what's going to happen in the future, but try to really connect. And that's why I say, you know, meditation is really good or prayer is good. Um, or, or visualization is really good because it keeps you kind of in this present moment and letting your feelings pass. So, you know, regardless of whatever those feelings are, enjoy it or, uh, you know, endure it because some emotions are really enjoyable and some are there and they're not so enjoyable. So enjoy or endure and let it pass. The result of being still and present and letting your feelings pass is relief and freedom overall. Okay. The, the present moment is precious and it's fleeting and it's our only permanent reference point. We will never be grounded by working on everything in our past. We will never be grounded by, you know, making sure all of my plans are ready for the future. We're, we're only going to feel a sense of groundedness when we're in the present moment. And it is like shifting sands, but you're still going to feel grounded on those shifting sands as you're dancing throughout life. Okay. So there's a few tips if you want to practice this so that when you notice that you're avoiding something, these are some tips for you. Okay. So it could be avoiding something on your to-do list. It could be, uh, avoiding making that phone call. It could be avoiding doing that chore, whatever it is. So the first one is to pause, uh, to, to look outside, um, you know, just looking into nature and really taking three deep breaths. And that's it. Pause, look out, 
three breaths. And usually that right there is enough to kind of center you and, and then say, all right, let's go do the thing. Um, sit still. You can close your eyes and, and listen for one minute. So that's all you're doing. You're just listening. So for example, you know, if I were to sit still and close my eyes, the things I might be hearing, uh, I've got my diffuser going right now. So it's got like a gentle bubbling sound. Uh, I've got a uh, uh, air purifier in the background. It's not really loud, but it's kind of there. Um, every once in a while, my sump pump will start to run. Uh, sometimes the he I'll hear the furnace right? My husband's downstairs. He's on a phone call. So I might hear him talking on his call. Uh, my daughter, Hannah is homesick again. Uh, so I, she's in the living room. I'm hearing her typing, right? So all you're doing is you're just getting in touch with the sounds around you. You're just being still. Okay. Um, another thing is, you know, pausing, keeping your eyes closed and focusing on your breath for one minute. That's it. Um, you can also do anything with your five senses. So I would include all five of your senses. So try to taste, touch, smell, um, listen, and look. Uh, so, you know, I've got some tea next to me. That's a taste. Uh, my blanket is nice and soft. That's a touch. Uh, you know, I've got the diffuser going so I can see that, but it's also got some smell to it. So, so just taking an opportunity to get in touch with your five senses usually gets us to a place of like, ah, okay. I realized I was avoiding something. Let me just get in touch with my five senses. And now, okay, how do I want to proceed? Okay. And you can choose any one of these kind of pausing activities as many times as possible throughout the day. I would highly encourage it, but the point is just to connect with the present moment. So you can choose these or you can choose something wildly different. So for you, and for me, this is the message for today. Stop avoiding the present moment with all your hustle, control, rules, demands, etc. Come back to the now as much as possible and you can do hard things. With that, I send you out into the wild. Have an amazing day and we'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.